Welcome to the Growing Pains Podcast, where we embrace the raw, the real, and the honest truth about motherhood, marriage, and everything in between. I'm Christy Payne, a 30-something-year-old new mom and military wife who's in-schooled to be a physical therapist. Ever since becoming a new mom, I've come to realize how much we as moms are struggling in silence and how although we're more connected than ever, we feel so helpless and alone at times. If you're anything like me, I know you can connect with that. That is why I wanted to create a space where women can come to hear authentic stories and get factual information so we can feel like we're not crazy and that we're definitely not alone in our battles. Because we can't do this alone, ladies. We need to embrace the pain so we can be the best possible versions of ourselves. Are you with me? Let's do it. Hey, I am so excited to be here. I hope that you're excited to be here. Today's topic is about feeling lonely as a mom. I'm sure if you have one kid, two kids, three kids, you at some point in your motherhood journey have felt lonely or alone. And um, I found some information online where it, you know, stay at home mom versus a working mom. There's, um, different kind of like lifestyle to it. And with that comes different feelings towards being a mom. And it was interesting to me. Uh, and I, you know, agree with, with these statistics is that the stay at home moms report feeling more lonely and depressed. Uh, that was 28% of those, um, of that, of that study group and 17% of those, uh, working, working moms, um, reported feeling lonely and depressed. So the stay at home moms, reported feeling more lonely and depressed than the working moms did. And uh, what they found is that it was because the the stay-at-home moms had a higher percentage of feeling lonely and depressed because they felt like they were missing a sense of accomplishment and that they had really limited adult interactions and, you know... <laughs> Very limited time for themselves, uh, so that was that was interesting to read about, and um, I I had to agree with those statistics. I at my point uh, in my motherhood right now, I am basically a stay at home mom, and the adult interactions are limited. <laughs> I talk to my child and my animals all day long, and um, the sense of accomplishment, you know in the beginning, I was like, what is my purpose? Like, why am I here? Yes, I'm taking care of this child. But outside of that, like, what am I doing here on this earth? What is my purpose? And um, so for a really long time, I kind of was, I guess, depressed and sad and lonely because I just, I wanted something more than just being a mom, not because I didn't love it, but because I just needed more than that. Um, some moms don't need that and that's fine. Some moms do, and that's fine too. Um, we're all different and we all have different feelings about, about being a mom. So, um, anyway, motherhood is like, is such a beautiful thing, right? But like, I'm, like I've said, it can be so lonely, especially in the beginning stages your, if you chose to breastfeed, you're breastfeeding the baby and you just look over at your husband and he is just fast asleep, <laughs> snoring away, you know? And the joke is, I don't want to sleep like a baby. I want to sleep like my husband or I want to sleep like a dad. <laughs> and it is so true. Um, I know dads, you know, they, they put a lot of time and effort into taking care of the baby too, but in the early stages of the baby's life, it's mainly just the mom taking care of the baby, feeding the baby and, um, keeping it alive. <laughs> so, um, you know, you can feel lonely, at, um, late at night at during all of the nighttime feedings, you're breastfeeding the baby alone. Um, 
And for me, in the beginning when I was breastfeeding, I would like go into a room and like hide so I could breastfeed or try to put a cover over myself. And again, like secluding myself from other people. Um, And then there's scrolling social media and you see your girlfriends having fun, doing things that you maybe want to do or used to do. And you feel lonely because you see that. Um, And you're just adjusting to a new normal. So there's some things that you can't do when you first have a baby. Like you can't exercise for eight weeks or maybe it was six weeks. (laughs) Whatever it was, I followed the doctor's orders because I was like, I am not going to injure myself. So, um, you know, you can't exercise. Um, maybe your hobbies are kind of like, are like thrown to the wind because you're taking care of the baby. You can't pick up and go like you used to. So you're just adjusting to a new normal and that can be hard for some people. Um, and then, you know, looking through social media and seeing people's perfectly curated content. And it seems like everything is just perfect. Like you see that mom and she's totally done up and she's laughing with her like newborn baby. And you're like, I mean, (laughs) I, where is my makeup? And I haven't laughed in days, you know, like what is this mom doing that I'm not doing? Um, but you have to remember that social media isn't real life and people are showing you what they want you to see. You don't know, like after, that woman took that picture. She could have screamed at her child and <laughs> cried and her mascara ran down her face. You don't, you really don't know. And so comparing yourself to social media or just anybody that you see in real life, just don't do it because you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. <laughs> but I, you know, I'm at this point of recording, my son is nine months. And in the beginning, people would always tell me, uh, People would always tell me a lot of things to reassure me about um, about motherhood, and they always would say, it's going to get easier. It's going to get easier. And to be perfectly honest with you, that would piss me off because in the thick of it, I'm like, well, when the F is it going to get easy? Because it has been like five weeks and I have maybe slept four hours every single day, you know? And so it's like not helpful. Like I would hate it when people would say that. But in hindsight, it's like, okay it does get easier. So I try to be like very careful when I tell friends or other people that are new moms that are struggling. (laughs) I'm like, I want to say it's going to get easier, but I know that wasn't helpful for me. Um, But just know like the biggest thing that I keep telling myself and that I hear from some of my close friends is that it, everything is temporary. And so that's kind of a better way. I think to approach it instead of saying everything's going to get easier. Everything is temporary. So the long nights of, you know, waking up every two hours going and feeding the baby, um, not being able to do the things that you want to do, um, not being able to exercise the, maybe the dynamic between you and your spouse is different. And it's like, not so good (laughs) that everything is going is temporary and you're, you're just adjusting to your new normal. And so you're, you just have to figure it out. You know, it's, it's not (laughs) going, if, if you're having a rough time right now, it's not going to last forever. Um, and just know that you are not alone. Other moms are going through the exact same thing or have been through the exact same thing. And it's interesting because there are some moms who don't experience really any depression or anxiety the first few months of uh, the baby's life. But then like six, seven, eight, nine months down the road, it hits them hard. And so it can, it can hit you, you know, at, 
at any stage of the baby's life, which is so crazy. I didn't, I thought that it was like, if it was going to happen to you, then it was going like, you see the baby and then it happens, (laughs) but it really, it's different for everybody. Um, and like I said, you know, that, that perfect mom, make sure you are not comparing yourself to anybody because she also has her shortcomings and her sleepless nights too. Um, and you, you barely have time for yourself right now, but like I said, it's going to be temporary and you're, you're going to be able to get that back. Um, and so my, my son is nine months right now and he has been sleeping really well since he was about three months old. And there have been like a few times here and there where he would, um, you know, like get up and it'd be like a super weird thing where we'd have to like feed him or he was just really fussy. Um, and so that we're so grateful for that. Uh, and I also, for my own sanity, like I, what, what I realized was making me feel lonely. Part of what was making me feel really lonely. And that was leading to like some like depression was, was the breastfeeding. I tried it. I wanted to try it. And if it worked, I was going to keep doing it, but it was stressing me out so much. Like, can I pump enough? Am I going to pump enough? Um, I have to get up and I have to feed the baby. Jeff, I, I can't pump enough to fill up bottles so Jeff can never feed the baby. If we're out in public, like, um, you know, you have to feed the baby and then the baby's going to go to sleep for two hours and you have to feed the baby again. And I didn't want to like really breastfeed in public and it was just so stressful. And so I finally was like, this is my body. This is my decision. And I tried it for four months. I have to let it go. I don't want to do this anymore because my sanity is the most important thing. If I can't take care of my mental state, Everything and everybody else around me is going to suffer for, from that. So I had to make the decision at four months to stop breastfeeding my son. And it was such a huge relief for me. That helped me to not feel so lonely and depressed anymore. Um, so it was a really hard decision, but I had to do it. <laughs> and now that he's more active, like we can have fun together. And so, you know, when he was two or three months old, and people are like, it's going to get easier. It's going to get better. Like I see that now, (laughs) like we're having more fun together and he's learning to walk and he's crawling. He's more independent and doesn't always need me around. So it is getting easier and it is getting better. Um, so, so just, you know, look forward to that. And so when I, when I am having like a really hard time, I just think about the things that I need to look forward to or that I am grateful for. I, I literally like set an alarm on my phone for every few hours to go off throughout the day. Uh, and it'll say, um, check in and what are you grateful for? Check in with your body and what are you grateful for? So I literally like check in with my body and I, if I'm like stressed out, I will do like a breathing exercise where I I do like a deep breath for uh, four seconds in, I hold it for four seconds and then I, breathe it all out for six seconds. And like, I'll do that while I'm holding the baby. If he, (laughs) if he's awake, you know, so, um, I do that until I can like feel my body relax. So sometimes I really need that reminder. So if you too need that reminder, like put some alarms in your phone for every couple of hours so that you can just check in with your body because, you know, it's like nine in the morning and then sometime, somehow five o'clock rolls around. You're like, is like, I can somebody please take this baby away from me? Like I am so done with the day (laughs) and just 
checking in with your body, working on breathing exercises, um, saying what you're grateful for is going to um, really, really, really help. <laughs> so, um, you know, just some, just to kind of close this out, some big, some of my biggest tips to help with this process of trying to feel less alone is number one, don't go it alone. So if you have family and friends, ask for as much help as you possibly need. And I'm the kind of person that doesn't like to ask for help. Um, so that's that can be a really hard thing for some people, but just ask for help. What, whatever it is, you need somebody to help clean. If you need somebody to make food, watch the baby so you can shower. There are people that are going to be there to do that for you. Number two, social media, like I said, can be a really bad thing sometimes if you're doing the comparison game. But if you're able to find some girls on social media that you really vibe with, you can talk to them during nighttime feedings. And it's so nice to be able to talk to somebody who's kind of on that same level as you and just like vent and get it out. And I I found a couple of girls on Instagram that I was able to talk to during in, um, late night feedings and it really did help. <laughs> and I didn't feel so alone while I was doing the nighttime feedings. And if you, number three, if you need to talk to a therapist, do it. It doesn't mean that you're crazy. It doesn't mean that you are a bad mom. It just means that you need help and everybody needs help. It is okay to ask for help. Therapists are amazing. I spoke to a therapist for a few months because I was having anger issues dealing with this whole new mom thing. And, um, she completely helped me. So don't go it alone. Find some girls on social media that you can vibe with. Talk to a therapist if you feel like you need to. And number four, tell your husband if you need more help. <laughs> He's there, you know, and you're feeding the baby most of the time. So um, he can do all the other things. Um, and the next suggestion that I have is see if there's any moms in your neighborhood that maybe want to have play dates or go walking. Um, there's a lot of people in our neighborhood that, um, go walking and they walk their dogs. Um, my dogs don't get along with others, so I don't really walk my dogs or my baby with them. Um, but it is nice to find people that you can walk with, um, and have some play dates with. And lastly, exercise, literally, endorphins, all of the good things. Like it makes you feel so good and you're doing something good for your body so that you can, you know, give to others. Um, so my biggest tips, don't go it alone. Find some girls on social media that you vibe with and you can maybe talk to during your nighttime feedings or whenever you're having like a really rough time. Talk to a therapist if you need to. Ask your husband if you need more help and connect with other moms in your area and exercise. I want to leave you with a mantra for today. When it gets really rough, just remember this. Say it to yourself in your head. Say it out loud if you need to. I would recommend saying it out loud because it's more powerful. This is only temporary. These long, lonely days and nights will not last forever. This is only temporary. These long, lonely days and nights will not last forever. That's all I have for you today. And I hope that you enjoyed this. Um, you know, if you have any questions, please reach out to me on social media. I would love to connect with you. Um, but I hope that was really helpful. And I really appreciate you stopping by.
Thank you so much for spending time with me today on the Growing Pains podcast. If you vibed with this episode or think it might add value to someone you know, please share it with them. Like legit, go send it to them right now or post it on social media and tag me. I am so damn grateful for you and I appreciate being on this journey with you. Talk to you later. Bye.